You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 92. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey. Balancing life with the wisdom of Egun, Ifa, and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Yvonne. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Yvonne. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So, turn up the volume in your car. If you're at home, especially if you have children, if you have young girls, put the speakers on. You got your earbuds, nobody's there, and you want to clean, run, do exercise, no problem, be in the car. I'll hang out with you in the car. Grab a cup of coffee, tea, or water, like me, and let's chat. See, I actually grabbed water. (laughs) This episode, I still haven't figured out what I am going to call it. Because it deals with woman-to-woman relationship. I'm not talking sexual relationship. I'm talking just woman-to-woman. For years, women, women have been at a huge disadvantage worldwide. We have been sold as cattle, told who to marry, married off as children, young, you know, child brides. They have hit us, beat us. They have not given us as many advantages as men. Just think of voting, suffrage, buying property, having a business, having bank accounts. In some places right now, this still happens. What happens when women hurt other women? What does Orisha say about that? Or Eguns, your ancestors? This is what we are going to be talking about today. But before we get into it, let's listen to our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Your Spiritual Things. Olubumi Creations has said its last goodbye, and Your Spiritual Things is here for you. Do you love Orisha and spiritual things? Me too. This is why I created a space which is dedicated to creating spiritual things from original artwork, especially calligraphy and lettering pieces, which you can have on your walls. From the 16 Megis to sayings about the Orishas. How about having a great saying of your favorite art on a mug or a t-shirt? Because why not? There are cards, decals, Orisha offering dishes, which are all made per order by hand. And look out for limited offerings. There is something for many of the Orishas and spiritual folks. And if you don't see something, reach out and let's see what creative spiritual awesomeness we can create 
for you. Your spiritual things was made because going to a store to get something nice for someone in the traditions is hard. And there is too much of the same out there, like the same art over and over. Check us out by going to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne. And that is I, V as in Victor, O, N as in Nancy. This is Orisha art and spiritual art made by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshipers of the world with your spiritual things. We have all seen it and or done that. A pretty woman walks by. The first thing you say is, bitch. A woman gets a promotion. Slut. A woman makes her mark in a successful business. Bitch. A woman starts a divorce. Well, she got another man. A woman gets divorced. Well, why? She messed up with a good man. A woman is fierce and speaks passionately in a meeting. Well, she is definitely a bitch. A woman gets abused. It's her fault. A woman starts a business. Well, she doesn't have her priorities straight. A woman hires a housekeeper. Well, she thinks she's a man. And she's got the wrong priorities going on. She should be cleaning her floors. A woman goes, a woman goes back to school. Well, she better have time for them kids. She's not going to be able to be a good mom because she's busy in school. A woman takes a hobby. Well, that's great. Everyone should have an outlet. Only if she's able to keep up with her house and, you know, keeping it immaculate. And the kids better be pristine. And her husband, mm-hmm, he better be, she better be keeping that man satisfied. Right? A woman goes to the gym. It's all good. As long as her house, kids, hubby are all taken care of. Then, and only then, you could go to the gym. Or, woman goes to the gym. You know she's looking for a man. She's not taking care of hers at home. A woman goes on girls' night out. Well. How dare she? This is why her husband is going to leave her as, or this is how her, this is why her husband left her. She's not taking care of the family. She's not taking care of the kids. Interesting, huh? We are judged by the world for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And even now, we are judgmental from one woman to another woman on the pay, on the attitude, on beauty. Huh. You would think that these comments that I just said have been said by men only. And yes, some do talk. They have. But most of these have been said by a woman in regards to another woman. 
I have said some of these comments about other women. And I have heard other women say all of these. So why make this episode? Hmm. The past few years have been really of going inside. And I've hunkered down to learn, to look inwards, to grow. I quickly realized that it hurts when others paint you in a bad light, especially another woman. We're going to speak directly about our spiritual beliefs or within our spiritual beliefs. What we should be doing is number one, number one, we should work on ourselves to become better selves. Number two, we should help and uplift others to be their best selves. When we shoot someone else down, we shoot ourselves. Hmm. I recently took my little boy to Carowinds. Carowinds is an amusement park. It's um, for all of my New Yorker brothers and sisters. It's like great adventure. And when I was writing this episode and I was doing the bullets and the highlights, I remember, I don't think it was this last time when I went, but the time before there was this guy, (laughs) this kid, this young kid, he's wearing an elf hat and he's trying to lure people to come in to play the game. You know, the water pistol game and you have to keep shooting at your target. So the horse will move or the balloon will pop. And if that happens, then of course you will get a little toy, which you could play again to trade off for a bigger toy of whatever it is. And, um, when I was writing this episode, that's what came to mind. So let's look at either the horse racing one or the balloon popping one, but it's the water gun game. I don't know the name of what that station is called, but it's on every fair, everywhere in every amusement park. They have it. If you shoot your water gun at your opponent or opponents, I think it's like uh, you could start it with just two people, but it's fun when it's like six people or seven people doing it. It's a lot of fun. But let's say that you're shooting at the target and you're like, hear the water. If you shoot your water gun at your opponents, you will lose your water momentum. And these may happen. Number one, first of all, you're going to bother your opponent, whoever you just hit with water. Two, you will annoy the game operator. But three, this is the one that I wanted to focus on. You'll lose momentum in your own game, in your own race. What I can guarantee is that you will not be a victor. 
a winner. Your opponent may be laser-focused, and they may win in spite of you spraying them with water and annoying them. Your opponent may have better aim than you, may spray you in the face or in the eyeball, and then (laughs) go off, you know, you will go off your target, and then they're able to get back onto there, because it's usually like you have to shoot at a little hole, and they can get you off your target, and they can come back to their own game and beat you at your own game. I have this and in my notes because I, oh God, this, this episode is not a couple of pages of notes. This took a lot and I realized we may have to cut this episode into different topics, like having one umbrella one. So we're going to begin the conversation here. And I'm going to use my story on this one. We will have a couple of stories that I have written down, but there have been some women, one in particular that is calling people on the phone, priests and priestesses, and telling them that I am lying. But that's not the part that bugged me out. The parts that got to me were I was nothing. That was the exact word. She was not all that. She, meaning me, was nothing before I met Baba John. Among other fun derogatory remarks, my favorite one, of course, is that she was present at my Ocha Cariocha initiation, which is definitely not true. There was another female that said, I am a liar and that I made up this story because I have followers. And I'm like... I don't even have enough followers to make a dime. (laughs) Like, seriously, this is not like that at all. And others, women, yes, women, have said that what happened to me is not true because I can crime at the, I can, not crime, I can cry at the drop of a dime. Mind you, one of these women read with her real Alegba de Logons to show how bad my marriage was and how much in trouble I was with my godmother and my husband within my marriage. Why is it that we women struggle? Not all, not all of us, okay, but I'm going to speak in general, okay? To support another woman. Why? And I hope that you, to all the women who are listening, ask yourselves that question and try to see if you can find an answer. Listen, if a man is ruthless in business, he's savvy, he's cunning. If a woman is ruthless in business, she's a bitch. She's difficult. If a man is short, direct, concise, dry humored or not, he's a go-getter, he's passionate, then he is driven. He knows where he is going. If a woman does it, she's a bitch. 
all female orisha yamayao yao shungo bao chala oof there's more they're all about women empowerment the uplifting of women of women so yamaya had a meeting with obatala and i'm going to ivanizes I, I have to find another word because it used to be omeletify it, but since I'm no longer omeleti, we're going to Ivanify this. Because <laughs> Ivanize, I don't know, that sounds like a mineral. Ivanize. I'm just saying. So we're going to Ivanify this pataki. So Yamaya was working and doing her thing, and she heard the cries of the women of the world. And the cries were, well, this man had sex with me and he hit me. Well, he did this to me. And then that one did that to me and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, dude, I got a text Obatala. So she pulls out her Orisha phone and she texts Obatala. What's up? We need to talk. Obatala is like, sure, let's come over. We'll have dinner. We'll watch a movie. Sounds good. And she's like, Obatala. I hope you're doing well. Guess what? My ladies, the mothers, the women, the wives on, well, sorry, no wives yet. The women, my daughters on earth are having a lot of trouble with men. They're being sold. They're being mistreated. They're being married against their will. They're being hit. They're being talked down to. They go to for sex only and disappear. They talk bad about them. They tie them up, whatever the stories were. So she's coming to Abatala like, hey, look, man, here are the text messages. You know, what is this? Screenshots of the women on earth and they're praying and this is coming to my Arisha phone. Click, click here. See, look what this one said. Look what that one said. And look, look at the bruises in that one. Obatala's like, no way. That can't be happening. Yeah, go look. So then they started to think like, listen, I think it would be a good idea. She's like, if we create something called marriage. And when we create marriage, we, you and I, can be a good example of what a real marriage is. Because Obatala is Obatala. He's going to take care of whoever. He's going to take care of somebody that he, he cares about. And he's like, well, I guess we can do this this marriage thing. Right? So... That way we can be an example, you and I, on how men should treat women so that they could have a much, much better relationship. And what do you think? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So hopefully, you know, they will see our example and then maybe they will learn how to behave, you know. With women by, you know, watching us or teaching their young girls of what is acceptable and what isn't. So then there was the wedding and then everybody was invited and the ceremony was there, you know, to protect, to love until old and gray and wrinkly and, you know, to to be the best that they could be. You know what I'm trying to say? Nowhere in there 
was there, hey, so as a husband, you are going to criticize, to minimize, to hit, to abuse, to threaten, to hurt, to abandon, to take away her livelihood, to take away her children, to ask your friends to hurt her, to threaten her, to lie about her. Nowhere. But time and time again. In a reading, in many people's readings, in letters of the year, in Itas, it comes out to be good to women, to be good to mothers, to have more community with women, to treat women better. I, you know what, I, I had written that I have learned of women getting funky letters because of how she works with, treats other, has or does not have a good communication and relationship with other women. And, hmm. I have gotten that, and <laughs> let's not even talk about when the Iyami get involved, the Ajayas get involved, and all I can say is, dang it, Orisha does, they, they don't play. Egun, they don't play. It's interesting on how quickly... I was marked off as a liar when my story came out in October. Wow. It's just so quick. I I remember coming forward and being shocked at the response when no one was there to see what I had lived. Okay? And... Think about it. No man has ever degraded his wife ever, right? Because what I said is just doesn't happen. No man ever has stolen from his wife, right? No man has ever mentally, psychologically, emotionally abused his wife ever, right? No man has ever cheated. No man has ever had an inappropriate relationship with any other woman. So, of course, I'm a liar, Right? Let's step away from me for a moment. We women are taught to endure, right? You women, you sister, you mother, you single mother, you are taught that you are going to make it happen no matter what. You suffer in silence. Right? We women are taught to endure. And Orisha, and even Egon, I've seen this, I've heard about this. They're asking for more of a community instead of women bickering and continuing to trash each other, continuing to hurt each other, continuing to 
sabotage their success or not help them or criticize and judge. We continue. And when one is hurt, many are affected. Many people around them. When one is uplifted, then also many are affected around them positively as well. Now, let's talk about egos. Do you think that this woman, who you are also just degrading and shooting her to the ground, doesn't have egons that love her and protect her? Or doesn't have orisha? Really? Listen. I saw an experience where a woman's eggons got so angry when another woman attacked her with, you know, her voice and spirituality that, okay, so woman A attacks woman B and attacks her spiritually as well. <laughs> woman B was not playing around. She didn't even know that the attack had happened. And that's something she did not know. Woman B's eggles went after woman A. Like insane. It was scary. And basically they took matters into their own proverbial hands. The issue of women abuse is so great that we do not see how detrimental this behavior is to our world's well-being, like all around. Women are blessed by God, okay? In case you did not know it, they have the power to bring life into the world. It is in her womb. Anybody who is listening to me today You came from a mother's womb. You were created there. Life was breathed into you from there. They are the heart and the glue of family. They are. And now, believe it or not, I have to go to the other set of notes because this got so involved that I had to bring, I'm going to put this to the side, the big guns. It's a big fat notebook. When I began this episode, it was almost as, don't do this. Don't do it. It's bad. But I'm like, no. There is much more than just it being bad. So we are going to look at the effect of uh, how I, I, I need a better, like the communal effect as a whole, like more than just that person. So the holistic effect from inflicting mental harm, emotional harm, spiritual harm, physical harm, voice, words, harm to woman. Think about it. If your world 
our world, the world that you and I are on is energetic. Ever heard of that woman puts love into her food? Have you ever heard this? Are you one of those women that cook that when you are not happy, let me tell you that food is going to suck. And I have also heard that when women cook when they're angry, oh, you're going to get sick and it's happened. How does that happen? So let's talk about the woman who cooks with love. Most of the time that food comes out yummy, delicious, but there is a spiritual and energetic charge that comes from within this woman and it pulls on that same energetic field from around her. It's awesome. And, and, and I, I don't even know how to word it. Like she is bringing her personal love. Then that personal love yanks at love from the universe. And this energetic awesomeness then pulls on more energy into that food. Whatever she makes will be infused with healing, with blessings, with love, will make you smile. It just, I don't know, it just, when a woman cooks with love, you feel it. Like you can tell. It's like happy food. I don't know. I can't say drug food, but... (laughs) Although it could be used as drug because food can be healing, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when a, a person has put love into a meal and it's going to be infused with healing, with, with all of that goodness, which could not happen if she is hurt, if she is betrayed, if she's stressed by the curses you are giving to said woman. The osopo from your words, from the energy of the malice that you are throwing out into the energetic fields of our words, your words, the words that you are trying to hurt another woman with. And if you are a spiritual Woman, your words, your energetic words bring forth that energy which your deity, the spiritual deity that you follow, could bring out an energy and which could, after being sent, could offset the balance in which you were entrusted to lift and respect versus condemn and destroy. Here's a question. Do you really think that if you were in front of the divinity you worship, be it Orisha, God, the virgin of the pens, <laughs> that you would be in their good graces after spewing venomous energy towards another woman? Another mother towards another giver of life, especially another person who is also blessed by God. Another person who is blessed by Orumila, especially when you do not know how she has lived. No, you have not walked in her shoes. You have not lived in her skin. You may cast your judgment against her, another woman, without really having 
all the information. I'm going to use myself as an example. Hmm. You are judging me only from what my husband is saying. But it wasn't you who was screaming on the floor, crying, scared after your husband threw a slipper at you. Or you were not absolutely bugging out because he just reminded you on how flawed you are. Or it wasn't you that he rubbed yet another mistake to the point when he publicly shames you. And your godmother just says, you know, die, just don't let him get to you. Like you all, I remember my godmother used to say, you always fall for it. Just let him talk whatever. No one corrected him. So you were not there when I was going through that. You were the one who did not get support when you were on the floor after he pushed his fist all the way back. You were not there when he told you, you are the shame. You're a loose cannon. I got you from a trash can. You don't know that, do you? You were not the one who didn't receive support and help. Hmm. You were not there when there was belittling. You were not there for small wins. You were not there when you felt, at least when I, you were not there when I felt this other woman as though you were close to being erased. Like you don't matter. You only matter if you listen to your husband. You were not there for that. Hmm. Just this morning, I was, I'm trying my best to have a morning routine again, the way that I had, you know, in 2019, shoot, I was a beast. I woke up at 4 a.m. It was insane. 2020 as well. Like, it was insane. The joke was, Mom, yeah, you got up at 2 a.m. this morning. Ha, ha, ha. So I got up, and I was watching a video. And it was something that scrolled up on my feed. And I was like, huh. I clicked onto it, and it was about Echo. And I learned about when you are a woman who is with a certain type of person who treats her in this matter, you become an echo of his beliefs. So you're disappearing as a person. You have no voice. You have no say. You're not important. What's important is only your husband. And you become an echo of a man. So let me ask you, what do you think would Orisha say about that? And I'm pausing here so that you can try to answer this. This is for everybody. What do you think? What do you think Orumila would say if he would come down for wherever he's hanging out and he possesses somebody and he talks to you? Would he be proud of you? After you did that, whether it be intentional 
or not intentional because you didn't have all the information. But do you think he would be proud of you? You think your Arisha would be proud of you? If you are crowned, do you think your Arisha would be proud? If you're not crowned, do you think any of the Arishas, God, whoever would be proud of you? When you are either intentionally or well-meaning, ill-informed, whatever the case may be, trying to squash another woman, another essence, another spirit that is blessed by God. When this woman is feeling the venom of your mouth, those around her are affected. The neighbors, the bosses, the colleagues, the family, the children, the grocery worker, the mailman, whoever, the children, herself, everybody will become affected thanks to your misguided negative energy that you have spewed on this woman. This goes for everybody. No matter what, no matter what story they tell you, you hear You don't have the whole story. You know, I like stories and I'm going to tell you this story and it deals with a man. This is somebody that I, that I know and hmm, he got into some trouble. He was not the best. I knew him since, you know, for a while, a long bit. And I remember that here I was laughing at, well, you know, this guy, he's always living with a girl and blah, 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 blah. Like, can't he get it together? Ha, ha, ha. You know, this is what happens because, you know, I had my own preconceived notions. And I understand this episode is from woman to woman, but this story hopefully will hit home and at least hopefully will open up your mind. So very recently, in the past couple of days, he and I, we catch up. And I've always said that humble pie just keeps multiplying for me. <laughs> it just keeps multiplying. And I have to keep eating slices because I have to learn to be better. And I laughed at him not knowing what he was going through. So he tells me, I was homeless for several years. And I'm like, oh, shit, talking mushrooms. And he tells me his story. He tells me his story on how his wife took him to the ringer. And because of all of the financial demands, he lost everything. It had to start all over. And my heart broke. And I'm listening. And it broke twice. One, because I'm hearing his story. And two, because I felt like crap. Because I created words. I made judgment. And I didn't have the whole story. And I laughed without knowing that he was going through that, of course. But I did not know what he was going through. How he had to keep it together. 
with his kids and what he had to do to start over. And I said to myself, Yvonne, you got to do better and you have to stop judging people because you don't know. You are not living in that body. You are not in that skin. And honestly, this is a question I asked myself, which is now a question I'm going to ask you. And who in the hell made you judge and jury? And this was a question that I asked myself. Who the hell are you to be judge and jury to another human being, to another person that is going through their sets of challenges? We, as humans, we give off energy. This energy converts to action, which will then become things. I think that you can all go on the internet and you said, thought becomes action, action becomes things. Therefore, thoughts become things. I get it. Same here. You don't know what another person is going through. This is now I'm talking to everybody, specifically for women. You don't know what that other woman is going through. You don't know. You are not in her skin. You don't face off challenges. You do not know. You do not have the right to even put a finger in there because you are not Olofi. You are not Olodumare. You are not that Egung who has been with that individual since birth. You're not any one of those. Nowhere close. You will never be that. I will never be that. We will not be that. But you're okay. Pushing another woman to the ground. What would Orumila say? Comes down. Would you like to talk to the Yami about that? The Ajes about that? That would be a fun conversation. I don't think you would survive the conversation. Alive anyway. They wouldn't have it. Why would you do that? Listen, there is something inside of each and every one of us, which I believe is something like, um, I don't know, a magical mixing bowl. Just think of a, I don't know, (laughs) here I go with my little kid. There are fairy dust and shiny stars and speckled things. And this is your internal, I don't know, energetic bowl. Okay, mixing bowl. You mix person's energy mixed with the encouragement or denigrating energy of those around, plus the spiritual energy that is coming from what the person is seeking. So when you do your prayers, when you do your mojubas for you who are priests, when you are meditating, when you're going to journal, when you are seeking advice, then that's mixed in there. Plus the global energy. This is the energy that is picked up from other people's mixing bowls. And here you are. You're mixing more negativity to another one of your sisters. 
to another of your world sisters, a sister by Olofi, a sister by Orisha, you are really okay with that? Like, really? After you spewing your negative energy or positive, because it's just going to come out, right? Are you okay to go in front of Olofi and be like, I'm a proud woman of, you know, the energetic power that I let out was great, Baba, Ida, you know, universal truth, whatever you want to say. You okay with that? Really? Do you realize that if we, we, all of us, do not stop going against each other, that this only continues to pollute the energetic fields of others, which spread faster and faster and faster than an airborne disease, which impacts the world from day to day of others and the remnants from others energies that last even longer. I literally just got off the phone where we were talking about the butterfly effect. So think of this when you decide that you are going to either uplift or damage another woman, you are that butterfly. You are flapping the wind, which could then later be a, I don't know, tsunami somewhere else. It could also affect you. You could have been a blessing to many others. You could have been a reason for someone else to live, to want to live, to thrive, to survive and then live because we don't want to live in survival mode because that sucks. To stand up to gain strength, to have momentum in life, to have hope. But yet you, woman, choose to use your blessing of the tongue to destroy, to belittle, to hit, to lie about, to demean, to judge another woman. Hmm. And I even wrote down to energetically and spiritually maim because you don't realize. I wish that, I don't know. Have you ever seen the things that come to my mind? Oh my God. Have you ever seen, for example, a video of when they're doing um, cough medicine and cold and flu medicine? They usually do a video where somebody goes, achoo! And then you see the spread of it and where that goes, and it winds up all in weird places, but you sneezed in one room, everybody three rooms down is all sick in a couple of days. This is what you do when you do something negative to another woman, as well as positive. You choose, you decide which way this blessing that God gave you, you are going to use. I'm going to say this here. It's not enough for you, woman, 
that women get stepped on, beat on, defeated, degraded, belittled by men historically. Okay, I'm not talking about all of you men, so please don't kill me. Don't want to, you know, want to hit me. We're talking as a whole. You're okay with that? But you're going to do that same thing to another woman? Is that what you want to be known for? Women, sisters, it is time to look within to see what that what we say, that what we do has much more repercussions than, hey, I'm just going to annoy this other woman. Like, oh, you know, this woman. And I literally was talking about this right before I started to record. Like, I've done it. I've done it. You're walking in a store and this woman is all decked out. I'm like, what a slut. Like, she's dressed like a hooker. I don't know her. Don't know her name. Why would I do that? That is energy that I just like threw up on her. Why? I don't know where she came from. I don't know if she's a model. I don't know nothing. But I was quick to judge, wasn't I? I literally just finished talking about an example of if you see a mom with little kid and the little kid is dirty and you're like, oh, this mother, she don't even know how to take care of her kids. You don't know if she just came from the park. You don't know if he had a play date and had the time of his life. You have no idea. None. But it's so interesting that with my judgment and my complete information, my personal biases added to that. And I'm like, I don't like her. My friend don't like her, though, then I don't like her either. Really? Are we in middle school? Really? Listen, I'm going to make out a call. I'm going to create a challenge for all women, women, to take a hard and honest look within. I ain't judging you, girl. I'm telling you, it is not my place to judge you. But I'm, I'm making this call out to take a hard and honest look inside, right here in your heart. Because honestly, like the Bible said, if you threw the, you know, if you're going to throw a stone, then throw it. If you got no sin, girl. And that is not any one of us. This applies to all of us. But I am making a special appeal to all women. Women. Especially to you. Blessed woman. Blessed mother. To the aunts to the sisters, to the grandmas, to the great-grandmas, to the priestesses. Don't squander the blessings that Olofi gave you to turn another woman 
another sister, another daughter of God, another daughter of Orisha into a pool of curses, a pool of Osokbo based on your misguided, incomplete thoughts of her and judgmental. Should have written that down. I'm making this call because we see it in our families. Family will trash each other based on their biases, what they think they know. So we do this to other people. I'm making this call out for all women to look inside and to make at least to be aware. How's that? That's not even on my notes. But awareness is a start so that we don't need to do that. I have, hold on a second, let me just take a look. Okay, we're almost done. What I need you to realize is that when I first started, I was told what I want you to do is to talk about respect to Iya. Iya is mother, but mothers will always be women, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, because this is going on and that is going on. So I was going to be like, no, 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 don't do it. But I realized, wait a second, I've done it. Crap. However, I will tell you this. You are able to pivot if you do recognize that you have done this. And we all have. Catch yourself. Because you don't know whether the flap of your wing can be somebody else's destruction, including yours. Or it could be somebody's blessings, including yours. I wrote down here, because you know, I love stories. In my job, there was a lady and dang it, we just didn't get along. I'm looking at her like, and she's looking at me like, and one day this woman, I don't know what it was. Like I asked her something and it was just very innocuous because I don't get into arguments in my job. And she, wow, she raised her voice, all kinds of things. I stayed quiet. I did not respond, but I was very hurt. And I dealt with it. Yes, we did, you know, a meeting with the supervisors, blah, 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 mediation. We decided we're going to have to work together. So even though she hated me and now I hated her, we're going to work together anyway. I remember it was a while after that we decided to have a conversation. We went downstairs and she was smoking her cigarette. I was smoking my cigar and we started to talk. I didn't have any judgment when I went down there, but I was a little apprehensive. I ain't going to lie to you. This is a person who yelled at you, embarrassed you in your job. In the street, You that behavior could have landed a punch in your face. So, yeah, I, I understand. And we go downstairs, and she starts talking. And then I start asking her questions. Then I start talking, she asks me questions. Come to find out her father had died and her brother within a month. 
I think it was like a month or two months, one died and then the other. And she was very close to her father and very close to her family. So she wasn't doing very well. What I also didn't know, which I found out way after the fact, is that she was also having issues with her husband and one of her kids. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's like a lot of burden to carry. And she still had to show up and work for her crazy, you know, partners and and people and projects and still buy food and cook food, clean the house. and All of this, she just broke. And I remember looking at her Instead of like, oh, I hate her, she's such a bitch, or whatever it was. I looked at her as just another mom. And um, when, over time, oh God, I'm choking. Um, she could tell when something was not right with me. Because she worked literally across from me. So she could see me. We could just kind of lean to the side and see each other because we had our screens on top, of course, but we could see each other sometimes. <laughs> and when she recognized that something was wrong with me, she came, you all right? Do you want to go downstairs? Do you want to smoke a cigarette? Oh, yeah, you don't smoke cigarettes. Get one of your things, whatever they are, and come downstairs. Let's take a break. I think you need one. And I am so grateful. And I think it was two nights ago I saw the movie Avatar and I saw her. I really could say, I see you. I see that you, did I like that she screamed at me and the whole, that side of the office was looking at me? No, that sucks any day of the week. But I saw her. This is a woman who's trying to keep so many juggling bowls and plates in her hands together, keep going. And she broke. And she saw when I wasn't doing well and I'm trying to keep it together. And she brought me downstairs to uplift me. What do you need? You don't want to talk about it? I'll just sit with you. I'm just going to sit with you. But if you want to talk, I'm here. Don't worry about it. But if I can help you, I will help you. This is the woman that I'm like, well, she's going to be a bitch for life. Damn it. I have to work with her. And life taught me you have to see the other person. You're not going to know that other person in case you're trying to figure that out. You're not because you're not living in her skin, in her body. You cannot, sir or woman, madam, you cannot even begin to make a comment because you would have to live in that skin, in that body, with those thoughts, with those reactions a month. You can't. But we, I remember, and I'm so grateful for her. We hardly see each other. Uh, I don't go into the office as often. But when I see her, I give her a big fat hug wherever I'm at. I will always be grateful to her. If she sends me a video because her daughter is a singer-songwriter, if she sends me a video, I will take the time to watch it. But we don't know all the sacrifices that this woman has made to help her daughter. Why would I shoot down another set of energy 
spirit, which is that woman within her body, which is going to affect her family, her friends, her colleagues, her, you know, everybody else around her. Why? I am asking you, again, this is for everyone, especially to women. Make it a point to be that pop and make it rain a ray. As guess what? Eguns and Orisha tend to reward that behavior. <laughs> they do. They like it. Who knew? Be a woman who strives to make your Egun and your Orisha, your spirituality, proud. Because somewhere in your past, somewhere in your lineage, there was a woman who needed help. And it was another woman or another group of women who helped her, uplifted her, helped her to clean up her wounds, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual wounds, which made it possible for you, yes, you, to be here today. We have to call the thing a thing. If you're doing this behavior, you are dishonoring your own ancestors. And guess what? I am saying that to myself. Because I want to be a source of joy and upliftment to another woman, to another man, to another kid. Listen, if you got, if you're alive, that means that you are a spirit who is in somebody's body and I want to see you thrive because together we absolutely achieve more. We need to step away from that. Why do you think there are all those that talk about treat a mother well, treat mothers well, treat women well? Ladies, we got to get it together. This is not acceptable that we are in 2023 and we see another woman doing something. And there we go. As you know, Latinos say, metiendo el pico, like putting yourself in there without you even knowing. I saw a video. I think it was, uh, it was this weekend and it was a short, short, short video. It's this voluptuous, overweight girl. And the guy in the car is recording her quietly. Let me tell you, this girl, she saw shade across the street, girl. I, you could swear it's a runway. She's like, plum, 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 plum. Interestingly enough, what was my first reaction? Look at her. Disgraceful. And then my second, it was like right after. I'm like, uh-uh, you will not do that to another woman. And I commented, I said, girl, you do you. That was awesome. I want to be as happy as she, that she is sashaying across the street. So as the cars were waiting, they're watching her. She got her hands on her hips. You would think that she is in a runway. Go ahead, girl. Mama, you do you. She was so in love with the moment. And I was about to say that. And I changed it. You too can pivot. I'm asking you to look inside and become aware. Woman, 
Yes, you. Be good to woman. Don't do it because I said so. Do it to make your ancestors proud. To make Orisha proud. To make Olofi proud. To make Orumila proud. To make your spirituality proud. Because this action is going to ripple an awesome sense of goodness all around. I told you, it's like airborne disease. We want that good disease. The disease of E-Ray, which is not a disease. We want that going on. So if a woman is uplifting another woman, uplifting another woman, soon we are uplifting each other. Remember, woman, you have not lived in another woman's skin. You do not feel what she has felt. You do not know. Therefore, you cannot judge. I will say this. This is only the first of many, hopefully many episodes. We need to do better. We really, really do. We need to do better. Decide if you're going to spread ire or you're going to spread osokbo. Okay? Well, oh my God, I think I'm like all pooped out <laughs> from taping this. This was like a very emotional and passionate episode, which you have basically come to the end of it. I wanted to say thank you for listening. I welcome your thoughts. I welcome your comments. I welcome your questions. I do. Because this was hard for me to look at myself and what my effect has been and other people's effects has been on me. So I wanted to thank you for listening. As you know, this episode was sponsored by Your Spiritual Things. A change is coming to Your Spiritual Things. And of course, you can go there right now through Etsy and get your t-shirts, your mugs, spiritual art made by a spiritual person for other spiritual people of the world. And I am I'm really starting to get into mugs. And my favorite one to this day is, hold on, let me call my Baba Lao. I love that one. That's still my favorite. And we are starting to create more things for your spiritual court, your Indian, your Congo, your doctor, your this, your that. So more of that is coming and some other things which I am going to keep hush-hush about so we can have a little fun. You can get yours. Just go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne and keep an eye out because there are going to be things that are just like, if there's four of them, it might just be the last four because that's it. So I'll probably put limited time on those. So more, more, more is coming. Have you found value in what I do in the content that I create? Check out my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Yvonne, I, V as in Victor, O, N as in Nancy, underscore reborn. And you will have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks. You know, I'm actually thinking about doing a couple of live discussions with, um, the Patreons and the folks from your virtual e So 
keep an eye out because now we can begin to discuss holistically about huh, a lot of things that I have found out, which hopefully will help in the future for you to land where you need to land. So only if you can come in and check out Patreon and support only if you are able to. I can't wait to see you there. And I thank you in advance to those of you who are currently supporting me as patrons of Patreon. I think we should call them Patreons, right? I'm just saying, I like it better. If you like this episode, you found it valuable, the one thing you could do is definitely share this episode. Share it with someone who might need to hear it. Share it on your feeds, like it, comment, share, share, share. If you consume things on YouTube, share, comment, like, subscribe to help and also to provide fuel to keep us making more into helping others in their spiritual journeys. And honestly, those minutes that you take to do that and to share your thoughts, they mean the world to me. And believe it or not, because of what has happened, I don't comment as much and I don't reply, but I'm starting to get back into reaching out to people and answer questions and to respond. So like the episode, subscribe, click on the little bell icon so that you'll be the first to know when there is a new video updated. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. I want to be discussing more to helping on this woman-to-woman journey. There's a couple of things that I have planned. I also want to be discussing of other red flags, and I want to go back and looking at Ask a Priest, which is still up and running, and I haven't even seen the list, so I want to see what you want to hear as a community. So honestly, 2023, bring it because we are all here. Until next time, may your elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Arisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Egun, Orisha, and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.